It's the other side of midnight with Frank Morano. I always treasure the opportunity to talk with Bill Burns. I have often fantasized about trying to break the record for longest interview, radio interview of all time. And there's no doubt in my mind that I would love the person I'm interviewing to be Bill Burns because this man has done so much. He's one of the most prolific writers in the world. He's a Ph.D. He's a lawyer. He's been featured on television, featured on radio. He's written about every topic you can imagine. And he's just a brilliant storyteller. He is a New York Times bestselling author many times over. His books include The Day After Roswell, And he's also been the uh, publisher of UFO Magazine and the editor of the UFO Encyclopedia. Bill, it is great to talk with you again. Thanks for coming on the radio with me. Oh, it's always my pleasure, Frank, to talk to you. Hope you're all huddled in for the snow this weekend. We are we are ready and raring. I've got my son's sled uh, ready to go. Hey, Bill, let me begin by asking you about this congressional briefing on the subject of UAPs. A, a select House committee was briefed by the inspector general from the intelligence community, and both Republicans and Democrats came out of this meeting basically saying that what they heard was interesting, but there's a lot more to learn. Here's Congresswoman Anna Polina, a Republican from Florida. So this is what I'll say. I'm going to reiterate, we can't talk about specifics and what we got into, but what I can tell you is what Gresh shared with me in an unclassified setting that I firmly believe in. Um, I believe that he's telling the truth. I think that he is a credible witness. And what I can also say is one thing in particular that really caused me to be concerned about this whole thing is that Gresh had stated to myself, Representative Burchett, and another member on the phone that there were people that were hurt hiding this information and keeping this information safe and or trying to come forward with this information. What I can tell you is I believe that claim after now leaving. Now, um, and there are a number of other members of Congress that said the same thing. It was interesting. They came out when David Grush initially came out with some pretty blockbuster testimony, both before Congress and in media reports, saying that the U.S. government was in position of biologics and of uh, vehicles of non-human origin. A lot of people seem to dismiss him. It doesn't seem like he's being dismissed very much now. What do you make of uh, what we're hearing, Bill? First of all, a lot of the information that David Grush is saying comes out of the 1960s. So this is 60-year-old information. The real story is that when President Kennedy took office in 1961, he had a person who was in Army R&D, Army Research and Development, he was a general by the name of Arthur Trudeau. Arthur Trudeau was the general, get this, Frank, who discovered when he was in intelligence, um, um, when he was the uh, commander of Army Intelligence G2, he discovered all the way back in 1955 that the United States military had a written plan. Folks could find it on the internet. It's called Operation, uh, let's see, Operation Project Horizon. It's the name of it, Project Horizon. 1955 official Pentagon plans 
to create an entirely new division of the military composed of artillery, intelligence, communications, and set up a fortified base on the lunar surface, fortified, to rain down missiles on the Soviet Union during the height of the Cold War. That was in the 1950s, and folks could find that. So all this material now is just based on what happened when this Army general came to Army R&D in um, 1961. And he basically went directly to Senator Strom Thurmond. And what he said to Strom Thurmond was, Senator, in the basement of the Pentagon is a whole file box, a whole file cabinet of material retrieved by the Army from the crash at Roswell in 1947. Not weather balloon material, not fake material, but the crash debris along with a live alien. And Strom Thurmond said to Arthur Trudeau, assign an officer to take all that technology that's not from this planet, not invented here, take it, I will give you a whopping multi-million dollar budget. Take this material to defense contractors, IBM, Monsanto, AT&T, Bell Labs, take this material there and give them a budget to develop this technology into American technology, even though it's not invented here. That became the greatest technological expansion in the 1960s. We went from room-sized computers, right, the Brainiac, all the way by the end of that decade to laptops. And by the end of the 80s, to smartphones. All that came from that reverse engineering of alien technology all the way back to the 1960s. So when I'm hearing this stuff from all these people testifying now, it's all stuff that's been in books since the 1960s. Mm-hmm. There's nothing new. You know, it was interesting. Um, I just played the clip from Congresswoman Luna. And after the uh, House briefing last week, Congresswoman Luna noted that Grush previously referred to such entities as interdimensional. And so um, Luna was asked by Fox News what interdimensional means when it comes to UAPs. And uh, apparently Grush refused to use certain terms. He didn't use the term extraterrestrial or alien. Do you believe that that's accurate? Do you believe, based on your research and your reporting, that uh, the beings that Grush is talking about, that the United States is aware of, have been interdimensional rather than extraterrestrial? Although I believe that there are some entities, some life form entities, that can translate themselves between dimensions, I don't believe that the ETs that he's talking about are interdimensional. Uh, my, my theory is, and this is a theory that was actually given to me by members of USS intelligence, by U.S. intelligence services while we were doing UFO hunters. They said flat out. In fact, you know who told me this first? Isaac Asimov, the science fiction writer, Isaac Asimov. He said, and they said, 
that these extraterrestrials are really us. That's why we can't tell where they are. Uh, we are the extraterrestrials, mm-hmm. or, or we are first cousins of the extraterrestrials. They look like us. They act like us. They're involved in government. They're involved in business. And they're the ones that are keeping full disclosure from reaching the American people. And the reason they're keeping that, there's one foundational reason, Frank, for the reason this is being kept from uh, the American people or from people on Earth. And it's this. This is told to me by a naval commander. He's now dead. A naval commander who was at Pearl Harbor in in December 1941. I can tell you what he said on another show, but here's what he said. He said he was the UFO guy of the Navy, just like Philip Corso was the UFO guy of the Army. This guy was the UFO guy of the Navy. And he said the reason that this is not being disclosed, he said this years ago, that the reason this is not being disclosed is that human beings, us, have the same psychological powers as the ETs. Wow. I mean, we're of the same species. And he said, the reason it's not being disclosed is that we human beings do not have the ability to use those powers in a constructive way. He said, we would destroy ourselves if we use the psychic powers, time travel, mind reading, things like that, psychokinesis that they have. One of the – he, you know, here is um, a congressperson, Krishnamurthy, Democrat of Illinois, who basically said she didn't get a lot – or uh, they didn't get a lot out of this briefing. Look, everybody is wondering about the substance of those claims. And until we actually – look at those specifically and try to get answers about those, those claims are just going to be out there. And so that's what we need to kind of delve into. And unfortunately, I just wasted time in there not kind of figuring out whether those were true and instead kind of kind of dancing around the edges, talking about things that aren't really as important to me. Um, all that being said, I think that Mr. Grush... Um, has made some claims, and uh, he's also, he needs to be treated with some respect. And other members of Congress said it seemed like uh, the uh, Congressman Glenn Gruffman, Republican of Wisconsin, said they send us bureaucrats who don't know on purpose. And that leads me to my next question. Do you think if this briefing was less than informative than what the members of Congress were hoping, do you think that the people doing the briefing are in the dark themselves, or do you believe that this is widely known within the U.S. government and they're intentionally keeping it from Congress for the reasons that you stated? They are intentionally keeping it from Congress. That's the last thing. The important part of what you just said, Frank, is if you're asking a question, who's the they? We assume... that there's some kind of secret human part of our government that's keeping this secret for their own reasons. What if the people not disclosing anything are not from this planet? 
what if, and this is what Isaac Asimov said to me, remember he wrote the, the um, science fiction trilogy Foundation and Empire. Sure. In which he posited there were a group of <clears throat> scientists called the Foundationers. And the Foundationers knew all the secrets and through a form of psychohistory, basically an algorithm, psychohistory, they were directing the course of the planet they were on. And in fact, directed the course of the whole solar system they were on. Imagine that's not fiction, which is what Asimov told me. He said, it's science, not fiction. Imagine that deeply embedded in government, in business, in high enough situations where they're manipulating policy are ETs. They look like us, wow. they act like us, they speak like us, but that's who's governing this for the very reason that Lieutenant uh, Commander George Hoover said that human beings are not ready. So when you get a half-truth, when you get uh, um, a cover-up, when you get an explanation that makes no sense whatsoever, it's not from Joe Biden, it's not from Donald Trump, it's not from anybody. It's from them. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It reminds me of the uh, Roddy Piper film, uh, They Live. I mean, that's a pretty frightening prospect, though, to think that there could actually be aliens or, you know, um, somebody not from here so embedded in the government and everywhere else. Is there any evidence of that, Bill? Or, I mean, obviously you're a bright guy. Isaac Asimov is a bright guy. But rather than just, um, you know, imagining what if that's the case, what might lead folks to think that is the case? Follow the, well, here's a classic, you asked about the um, UAP um, legislation that was before Congress that's come out. Right. Look at the history, Frank, of this legislation. All the way back in 2022, all the way back, back a couple of years ago in 2022, uh, congressional, uh, uh, the Speaker of the Senate, Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, promulgated the UAP Disclosure Act. In that act, in the, 19, in the uh, 2022 version, in that act, <clears throat> not only did the act con- confer upon the government the power of eminent domain over UFO materials. You know what that means? That if I'm in my backyard and I see some strange object that I say, wow, this is not from this planet, the government comes in and says, it's not yours, it's ours, and they take it. Wow. That's one, okay? That was in the original act. Two, the original act calls for complete disclosure, unless sources and methods get in the way, complete disclosure of all UFO material that the government has. Then there was 
um, a provision in the act that said that there was a collection of all information from every agency in view of the government that they had to turn it over to this group um, that was assessing the information. All those three things from that 2022 were then killed in the 2023 version, which weakened it, and the 2024 version, which only said the government should collect information on UFOs. So the act, as originally promulgated, was watered down once, then watered down again, until right now it's a meaningless act. The what happens that, next? Where where do we go from here in terms of uh, public knowledge, public disclosure, congressional action? What's the next step in all of this, Bill? Well, really, the next step that's going to continue to be bottom up. Now, I believe that the Navy videos of those craft that were over the uh, Pacific off the um, California coast um, from a few years ago. Somebody in the administration made the decision to release those videos. You think that uh, uh, those Navy pilots have the authority to release those gun camera videos? You think that um, the, uh, uh, the Navy command, the Pentagon, have the sole authority to, to fill those videos? No, of course not. Those videos were released during the Obama administration. I suspect under the influence of, of um, Joe Biden and Senator Harry Reid. So I believe that there is an impetus inside the government to release, to release this information as long as it's not compromising U.S. intelligence. Very interesting, Bill. Bill, we're going to have to end it there. You always give us a lot to think about whenever you're on the program. I hope we can do this again soon. I look forward to it, Frank. Have a wonderful weekend and stay still free. Thanks very much. William Burns, Dr. William Burns, to be precise, New York Times bestselling author. You can go to Amazon and uh, check out his books, B-I-R-N-E-S, and a whole world opens up. He's written books on everything from Aliens to Frank Sinatra, and uh, it's just great stuff. And what a storyteller. The best. If you want to comment on any portion of our conversation, you're welcome to do so. 800-848-9222. Straight ahead.